Superpowers on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that lifts the voice of love from orgasms to superpowers and everything in between. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Sex, Love, and Superpowers podcast show. I am your host, Tatiana Berenday, and today I am very excited for our guest, Stacy Michelle. We are going to be discussing trauma, sex, and consciousness. A lot of good stuff going to come out of this conversation. I can feel it already. Let me tell you a little bit about Stacey Michelle before we get started. She is a speaker and sex coach to high-performing women and men around the world. She spent almost 20 years working for top-tier investment banks and advertising C-suite executives on executing multi-million dollar transactions. She had it all on the outside and was severely disconnected from her body and her orgasm on the inside. Her journey to overcome childhood sexual trauma, reclaim her orgasm, and her connection to her body led her to make this journey her work in the world. It is now her mission to support women and men with having the riveting, shudder-inducing sex life they've always desired. I like that shudder-inducing part. When she's not helping people have epic sex, she enjoys hiking, doing yoga, and conscious dance in the beautiful city of Vancouver. She's been featured in Mind Body Green and the Boston Business Journal, and now on the Sex, Love, and Superpowers podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Stacey Michelle. Thanks, Tatiana. It's so great to be here. So wonderful to have you. Um, before we dive into this very important conversation, will you please tell our listeners what your superpowers are? Sure. So my superpowers are, are finding joy in uncomfortable situations and holding a powerful space for transformation to occur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big one. So let's talk about this finding joy in uncomfortable situations because that right there, like that's a big, that's huge. Yeah, it is huge. And especially for the clients that come to see me for one-on-one support in the realm of sexuality, the men and women that come to me are seeking deep sexual transformation. The man might want to last longer in the bedroom. The woman might have numbness in her pussy and that is impacting her desire for sex, which is deeply impacting the quality of her relationship with her partner who she loves dearly. And more often than not, Tatiana, if we are seeking, we'll take the woman in this example, to go from numbness and pussy to great pleasure and aliveness and desire for sex and an epic sex life with our partners, more often than not, deep sexual healing needs to occur. Mm -hmm. And in order for deep sexual healing to occur, the technique that I use is called mind-body mapping. And it's extraordinary and it's grounded in neuroscience. And what it does is, is we go into the body And when we use this technique, the body will tell us what stories the body is carrying that are the root causes for the issue at hand, in this case, numbness and pussy. So for example, if we use this woman, her body might tell us a story of when she was five and her mom, who had a lot of Catholic conditioning growing up, God bless her found her masturbating at the age of five and yelled at her and yelled at her. And so the body and the wisdom of the body tells us this story. And that story might evoke some sadness. It might evoke some anger at mom for having this occur. And these can be darker, more uncomfortable emotions for us to feel, especially if we're not feeling, if we're not used to feeling them. 
And so it's important and to hold a light of joy for my clients in these circumstances because it's amazing. So even though it might not feel so great to be in anger and to be in sadness, uh, I validate my clients in these feelings and acknowledge them. And I hold the light of joy and that, wow, like you are in this moment, in the tears and in the rage, you are reclaiming your divine birthright to feel pleasure and aliveness and orgasm in your body and to have a beautiful sex life with your partner. I feel that it's so important because a lot of times as well, Tatiana, our society makes healing mean that we need to suffer. Our society Mm -hmm. makes healing mean that we're broken (laughs) and that we need fixing. And it's really important to hold this light of joy and help people remember that God, like healing is just part of this epic, profound journey. We don't heal. We can't feel greater states of pleasure unless we're doing some level of healing work first. Yeah. And especially, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say it's, it's a lot easier to hold that joy for someone in that process when you know what's on the other side of it, Mm. right? For the person they're in the experience, it's scary. It's uncomfortable. It's like, Mm -hmm. what are you talking about? This is awesome. Like this sucks for me. Yeah. But I'm having that experience too. Right. I see. I know know what happens next. Just I know what happens after this. I know this part sucks so bad that like afterwards, guess what? You get the gold. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And I think the other piece around this too is, and what adds on to this um, kind of the the stigma around sexual healing, especially is because I, I feel like we don't talk about it a lot. Right. So if you go into Cosmo, what, what do we see? We see tips and tricks right. to cervical orgasms, which is great and has a place. Don't get me wrong. But I think because sexuality is, is such a taboo topic in our society that this deep healing work isn't often talked about. And so again, when we get into these spaces, like exactly what you're saying, it it can feel quite frightening and uncomfortable. Um, Well, yeah. yeah. And let's be honest, like that part's not that fun. Oh yeah. No, for sure. That's that's not (laughs) the juicy part, but you do have to walk through it to get to the juicy part. And it's like, you can't get around it. There's no getting past that one, folks. Like you have to walk through that part. Yeah. to get there. It's just like giving birth. Like you have to push the head out. You have to go through the ring of fire to get the baby. You know, I mean, I guess you could have a cesarean, but, (laughs) (laughs) but when it comes to the healing, there's no way around it. Yeah. So we do have to go to a quick break before we go to break. Will you tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you and the incredible work you're doing? Sure. So I have a a Facebook group called The Pleasure Pioneers for women who are looking to deepen their connection to their bodies and their sexuality in space with other women. So I invite Mm. any woman listening who feels called to explore sexuality more deeply to to join the group. I love the name, The Pleasure Pioneers. All right. We are talking with Stacey Michelle about trauma, sex, and consciousness. Much more when we get back. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss this one. 
Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you are ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, we're back. So before the break, we were talking, you know, a little bit about having to get through the discomfort to get to the pleasure. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about trauma and, okay. and your work with trauma and your mm-hmm. understanding of it. Um, sure. Yeah, I don't quite know where to start, but I have a feeling you do. Okay, sure. I think it's important to help people understand how it even works, how trauma even occurs in the body. Uh, I think that's a good good place to start. um, To just help people understand exactly how this works. Because I I think when we think trauma, we can um, automatically go to something blatant like like rape or sexual abuse. Right. But and I want to make it clear that sometimes we've we've experienced traumas that we don't necessarily remember or that you might think of as something minor and yet the body doesn't think of it that way. Yeah. And, I feel like we need a different word, you know, cuz there's like PTSD yeah. Which yeah. is, it's like, you know, free people have been through war, people have been through severe violence, rape, all, you know, just like right. real violent experience. Yeah. And yeah. then there's like a baby being left in a cold room for too there long. Right. But, yeah. but the body registers it the same. Same way. The same way. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go through this and actually we'll carry through this example from the, the woman that I mentioned earlier with the, with the pain and with the numbness in her pussy. So in that moment, so we, we just kind of, um, we're doing the mind-body mapping process. The body lets us know about this story with her mom when she was five. And so if we go back to that uh, room where she was five and she's getting yelled at by her mom, at that point in time, that little girl's brain, the primal brain specifically, the part of the brain that wants to keep her safe, there are alarm bells going off. And if her primal brain could talk, it would say... I need my mom to survive. I need my mom to survive. My mom does not approve of the fact that I am self-pleasuring. I am masturbating. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it must not be safe to self-pleasure. It must not be safe to be a woman in pleasure. Okay? Right. Or if I am pleasuring myself, then I lose my mom, which means I lose my ability to survive. There you go. Exactly right. Yeah. I could die, right? Right. And so this is an imprint that is formed in this child's brain at the age of five. And I just want to pause you for a second because I think like I can hear some people being like, this feels a little bit extreme, but it is to that degree. Like that is how our limbic brain, this reptilian brain registers it. It is like this equals death. Masturbation equals I'm going to die. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. And so this imprint is carried forth into adulthood. And so now we'll just, we'll give her a name. Let's say her name is Alex. So now Alex is in this relationship 
And as I noted earlier, um, so her pussy is now, you know, she has numbness in her pussy because again, because of this imprint in her brain, there is again, this um, adversity to pleasure. So pussy shuts down, like our, our minds and our bodies are connected. So pussy Mm -hmm. shut down. She's in numbness. She has an aversion to being a sexual woman and that in turn impacts her relationship. And because conversations like this aren't happening in the mainstream, Mm -hmm. Alex is like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. What is wrong with me? And, and what I want to make really clear here is that if you're resonating with this, oh my goodness, like you are not alone. I would, I would venture to say that most of us have some level of trauma sitting in their bodies um, from way back when, from the family system that we grew up in, from society, from religion that well, we're and, carrying in our bodies. And yeah. here's the deal. Like it can be, it can be as simple as your dad felt super uncomfortable when he was changing your diaper because he had to wipe your baby vagina. Totally. And you picked yeah. up on his discomfort. There you go. As, a, as an infant, yeah. right? Like these things have an impact on us yeah. that we're not even cognizant of. And so when she says there's nothing wrong with you, like there is nothing wrong with mm. you. Yeah. Yeah. Most of us have something like this floating around in our system that, that needs to be cleared and acknowledged. Yeah, exactly right. And that's the, and to that point, I, I want to make it clear that we all have the power to rewire our brains, to rewire these imprints, to reestablish a sense of love and safety in our bodies to move into greater states of pleasure. So let's talk about that. So how do you yeah. go about helping people to do that rewiring? Sure. So really mind, mind-body mapping is, is one of the core tools of the many, many tools that I use where... Again, it's amazing, Tatiana, when we tell the body that body, I want an amazing sex life with my partner, and we paint that vision, we go into what I call five senses reality, the body will show us where she is carrying any sensations that are in objection Mm -hmm. to that vision. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it's this really beautiful exploration of uh, and again, not not to kind of um, get into the whole thing today, but working with the body, the wisdom of the body, the sensations that are arising through that process where she shows us, again, um, where there's blocks to having that vision occur. And then through the mind-body mapping process, we can work with these constrictions in the body, work with these sensations, um, integrate them, understand them. So for example, just to help ground this even further. So for example, there might be a constriction in the heart, right? And then we talk to the constriction in the heart and the constriction in the heart might talk about the fact that uh, my mom doesn't feel that it's, it's safe to it. My mom doesn't want me pleasuring myself. Uh, Mom thinks, you know, sex is shameful. Sex is uh, something that we need to be guilty of that we need to feel guilt around and so on and so forth. And so it's, it's a whole process um, where we basically find the storylines from the past using the body as the guide and then integrating, understanding those stories, accepting those stories, embracing those stories, and then uh, releasing them so we can move into greater states of pleasure, basically dropping what doesn't belong to us Mm -hmm. and 
rewriting our own sexual storyline in a, in a way that's unique and beautiful to us. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Well, it's interesting. I'm, I'm listening to you and I use a very similar technique. I just don't have a name for it. Um, but yeah, there's so much, um, there's so much wisdom Mm. that's lying inherent in our body system. And, and so like, you know, I love that you brought up, maybe there's a constriction in the heart because the heart's not connected to the genitals, you know, directly, but I mean, it is, but, um, you know, it could be in your shoulder, it could be in your ear, it could be in your neck. Like there, it's, it's amazing where, where the things show Mm. up. And, um, and I know at least in my experience with this work with clients, the biggest obstacle is the mind, right. And trying to make sense of what's occurring while it's happening instead of later, you know, it's like, sometimes I I tell my clients like you just got to suspend your, you gotta, you gotta give your mind something else to do. Like, let it know that we'll come back and we'll, we'll use it later. But right now we're just going to go into this process because the body has so much to reveal to us. Um, but it, it can be really hard to access on our own, especially if it's not something that we are accustomed to doing. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I think that, um, we live in a very mind-based society, right? That, um, you know, we, we use our intellect. It has a beautiful role in, in our jobs from day to day. But to your point, you know, as we discussed, there is something to be said for giving ourselves the time and space to drop into the body and listen to what he or she has to say. So, yeah. 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 And that's, I mean, that's part of, I talk a lot on this show about sort of, the, you know, the divine feminine resurgence and really like, the body wisdom is is a part of that for for me and my understanding of it um you know the the body realm the earth realm um Mm -hmm. is is very much the the domain of of the feminine and and to be able to slow down and Mm -hmm. listen because it takes you know you especially you're working with with these high performance individuals i mean it's like non-stop go 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 you know, and that is, it's a very masculine, angular, forward moving trajectory. And there's no time to stop and slow down and check in. Exactly right. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and our body's constantly giving us feedback. Constantly. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I love this work, especially because it is empowering the client to take these core tools of stopping and feeling into the body and these are things that they can do on their own where they don't have to rely on me to support them um you know forever right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yes the best the best healers and teachers are the ones who um make their clients not need them for too much longer yeah exactly right (laughs) not the best business model i know read my mind. <laughs> so what are some of the biggest themes that you noticed in your clients? The biggest themes? Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah. Yeah. I think the, uh, a lot of themes around, uh, guilt and shame around sex is a big one and being in pleasure is uh, are kind of some some big themes there that arise um 
Do you find now this is kind of maybe a random question, but I'm yeah. just very I'm a very curious person, which is why sure. I run a podcast and interview people. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, do you find that people who are holding a lot of guilt and shame around sex tend to come from a religious background? I do find that correlation. Absolutely. Yeah, I do. Okay, just curious. Just yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's interesting, again, like just to, just to hammer this point home, like we think that this messaging kind of stays outside of us. Right. But just, I hope that everyone learned today that our bodies are deeply impacted by, by this messaging that we receive. And so, yeah, there, there absolutely is that, that correlation there. Well, and and even take it a step further. There's the, I mean, there's, they're, they're showing now scientifically that, you know, epigenetics and, and ancestral trauma that gets passed down mm-hmm. through our DNA, right? Sure. And so it's like not even, I mean, it, I always think about, especially women of European ancestry, mm. if we if we look at history and what happened the, the, with the witches, right? Yeah. And, um, and the persecution of, I mean, there were like 9 million women over the course of a couple hundred years who were killed for knowing their sexuality, for mm-hmm. knowing how to heal themselves and others, for knowing how to deliver babies, for being autonomous, for being fully expressed women. And they were killed for that. And they were persecuted for that. And we, so we have also this like collective thing that's been handed down in our DNA, in our energetic collective body and memory that says it's, not a, it's unsafe to to be fully expressed sexually Mm. to be a fully empowered woman it is dangerous because it literally was yeah i actually really appreciate that you you bring that point to the forefront here because in the work that i do do with my clients there is a level of absolutely current reality current time work and absolutely going into past lives sometimes to Mm -hmm. to do healing so i appreciate you bringing that point yeah i mean i think like we can get caught in this like belief that time is linear and it's mm, right. <laughs> so not, I yeah. mean, the quantum physics has pretty much refuted that linearity of time theory at this point. Like it's not, we are all of, all of the elders that I have worked with are very clear that, you know, mm. we are, we are healing for our future generations and for our ancestors. And there is, there is a, is a continuum. And we're we're not on a we're not on a line a straight line here. It's mm. a it's a very yeah. circular experience, and and that's why I think this is happening. And more and more people are waking up to this and sort of collectively doing this healing work, whether or not we're cognizant that we're all doing it together. Um, it's absolutely what I see because I get to be in the very privileged seat of interviewing people from all sorts of different places. Um, who are doing this work and don't know about one another. Um, and yet I get to see the intersection. I get to see that it's happening um, and that there's a lot more of us than we think. Mm. And to me, that's very exciting because, because it means the work is happening and it's getting out there and we still have a ton of work to do. I mean, you know, a million people a month listening to this in 80 countries sounds like a lot, but it's actually not that much when you look at the percentage of the global population. Like, There's a lot of work that we have to do still. And so I just really want to acknowledge you for, um, for hearing the call and stepping up to it and stepping into this work because we need people like you. We need 
we need help on this journey, folks. We're not, we're not meant to do it alone. We can't, I don't think we can do it alone, really. Some of it is just too scary. You need someone's hand to hold when you're walking through it. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, big healing comes with the need for big space holding and a sense of safety and, and uh, someone who, who has walked the path. Exactly, like, like we were earlier, talking about at the beginning. earlier, exactly, right, <laughs> to come full circle here. So, yeah, and I think just to add to that, too, around the, the shift that we're seeing as a collective is that, you know, given, you know, we see the Me Too movement and, and some of the stuff going on politically in the States, and I feel like all of this has really been a call. It's bringing up our stuff around our sexuality, around our femininity. It's bringing up not only to say Me Too, but to say, well, what do we do now? Well, now now we heal. Now we heal as women. Now we heal as men. And it's now is the time. It, it really feels like that. And so um, as much as it's terrible to see some of the things that are going on in our world, again, I do feel that it is uh, bringing up the dark to transform into light. And so, yeah, it's an honor to be a part of this, this journey and uh, what I believe to be this collective awakening that's happening at this time. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the men for a second. What are you, what are you seeing? Because I I feel like the men get such a bad rap. Me too. Like some of of it's deserved. I mean, we look at certain individuals who are holding very high offices of influence who are really bad examples of men, right? Mm, Sure. Our men. Well, you know, I just want to bring to, you know, we talk about conditioning and how our uh, upbringing can really impact our sexuality in the here and now. And I want to bring to light here that when men are in their most kind of sexually expressed time in their teenage years, it's they're bombarded with and and rightfully so, right? But you know, you don't get anyone pregnant or you better not get an STI. And there's a lot of suppression of men at this kind of very integral part of their sexual journeys. Um, And so they can have a lot of issues, like really feeling empowered sexually. And then you have the societal narrative that really talks about men's sexuality being quite mechanical. And there is so much depth and uh, color to men's sexuality that, again, just falls under the radar because of the narratives that we get fed. And then, you know, on top of it all, of course, we've got pornography and, you know, men masturbating to pornography and what that does to their brain in terms of it's very um, kind of visually based. So then when they get into the bedroom with their partners, it can be very difficult to perform. So, you know, we we think that um, a lot of the, the societal lens around sexuality has been focused on women and women's healing and women's empowerment. I feel that there is so much work to do with men. Men are greatly underserved and they are really desiring shifts for themselves. And so it's, it's been honestly, Tatiana, such a beautiful uh, adventure working with men. Uh, it, it's actually something that excites me quite a lot uh, to serve them because again, I just feel that they, um, they're underserved and they, they also go through quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Their sexuality, yeah. And I, I really do want to um, take a moment and, and honor the men who are stepping up to do this work. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. Y- you are a rare and beautiful human mm. who is doing that, and you are doing very, very important work. Yeah. If you are a man who is listening to this show, who is 
really wanting to understand himself sexually, mm. his his partner sexually, how yeah. to really make love with yeah. a woman, how to honor the goddess in the bedroom. Like that's yeah. really hot. And and so I really want to take a moment and just honor and acknowledge the men who are stepping into that because mm. we need you. Yeah. And we need you to bring your brothers along with you. For sure. Yeah. It's ha- and it's happening. Uh, yeah. It's happening. So, yeah. So yay for that. Yay, men. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it for the boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it takes all of us. It takes all of us. And, and, and I, I mean, those of us, who, those of you who listen to this show, probably have gotten it by now that I am all for women's empowerment, but I'm not for women usurping the, the place of men. I am all for us coming into a circle together side by side. That's, that's what I firmly believe in and, and will, will stand in until the day I die. I don't believe that we are at a time anymore where anyone gender needs to have power over the other um and then we see all of these people coming forward now who who are are saying you know i'm i don't belong to either of those genders i'm you know i'm both or neither or a combination of um and i think that's part of just that movement that we're that we're in right now where this is not we're, we're not in a power over time anymore. This is a power from within. And when we truly have power from within, we don't need to have power over anyone else. And that's, that's when we get to start having a lot of fun, especially in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It takes two to tango, right? Yeah. And so um, I want to honor that there are men out there that are really, really wanting to help their women. And it's, it's you know, the woman needs to kind of take ownership of her sexuality and step into some support and one-on-one work. And, and yeah, and again, there are men also that need to do the same. And um, so there's a level of personal responsibility and empowerment that I think comes from that is required of this work. And then it's beautiful when, when two people can come together in partnership and, and do some Tantra and, and enhance the, uh, sexual relationship through these beautiful ancient practices. So, yeah. Do you, do you work with couples at all or is it primarily individuals? It's right now it's, it's primarily individuals. I just, I, I play with Tantra for fun with my man. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. And he's, he's a main, like what I call mainstream guy. So he's not into personal development work and yet he has, um, he's really open to it. And we've just had some really beautiful adventures with, uh, these practices and there's so much beauty in slowing down and taking a moment, taking a few minutes to eye gaze, right? Taking a few moments to look into each other's eyes and breathe together. Yeah. I think a lot of times sex can be rushed. You know, we wear so many hats. Uh, and so another sex- thing on the to-do list yeah, to check off. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. And so to take some time and really to drop into our bodies and to slow things down and enjoy these special moments that we have with each other, like this beautiful expression of love, right, which is sex, 
uh, is extraordinary. And, and I think that it can be overlooked, as you said, uh, something to check off the to-do list. Nothing against quickies. You know, they're, they're, they have a, they have a Those can be hot too. <laughs> they can be totally hot. But like, there's something really, really beautiful about being able to just, yeah. Yeah. Take time and save our connection. I'm glad you said that about the quickies because I think, you know, sometimes people listening to this show could get the impression that it's like every time you have sex, you have to preserve an hour to, you know, like really. And and I think it's great to make sure that you have some of those, you know, deeper, longer, more space lovemaking sessions. I think those are really important for for, um, exploring and there's so much that you can learn about yourself and about your partner and about about how you mingle when you have time and space to do that. But like you said, like there's nothing wrong with quickie. And I think that sometimes, um, especially in the more like spiritual communities, it can, you know, we can, we can get this idea that like every time has to be this like magical, like cosmic experience. It's like, no, sometimes you just want to wham, bam, thank you, man, somewhere, you know, in the backseat of a car before you go <laughs> off to your next thing or whatever, you know, and like, and that, and there's, there's merit to all of it. It's all good and fun. Totally. And I, I want to ground us back actually into the topic of, of trauma and healing because mm. it just reminded me. So, so yes, um, as we should all be, I shouldn't say we should, but um, I invite people to do their own individualized uh, work around sexuality when needed. And, you know, a cock can be a really beautiful healing tool for women. Mm. So for women that have, um, you know, pain in pussy or numbness in pussy, you can actually work with your lover's cock in various ways to, um, to heal through acupressure and, and a technique called de-armoring. So just to kind of paint, paint some more visions here around what's possible. Yeah. Uh, so talk more about that. Cause I love that you brought the, the acupressure points and everything mm-hmm. up. Like say more, what's your experience? How do you guide clients with that? Yeah. So essentially um, this goes back to genital reflexology and the idea that certain zones within our pussies correspond to different organs in the body. Um, and so by basically using a cock, or if you were single, you could use a glass dildo to um, kind of work with the different zones within our pussies to release trauma, to release any tension that's in pussy is a really uh, great healing technique. So just like how you'd go get a massage, right? It's a, it's the same uh, concept, releasing tension, <laughs> This, in this case, you're doing it from pussy, and it's a way to release trauma. It's a way to um, enhance sensitivity in pussy and to bring greater pleasure into pussy through through this particular technique. So again, this is one. So mind body mapping, you know, de armoring are two of many, 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 many tools that you can use to work with your body to heal sexually and to bring greater pleasure into your life. Yeah, and into well, the bedroom. And what I love about that technique that you just brought forward is that yeah. it's, um, it's it it takes you out of the mechanical mm. like just friction yeah. sexual experience yeah. because for yeah. for some of those moments it's like you have to hold it in place yes. and allow something to release and so yes. you're not just moving and rubbing like yeah. there's a there's a moment of, of holding and yes. relaxation yeah. and breath and maybe yeah. tears. And, you know, there's like, 
there's all these layers to it. Um, And it can be very deep and very profound. Yeah. And it can lead to like the most amazing orgasms too. For sure. Because, yeah, we hold so much in our pussies and we hold so much. Yeah. uh, You know, we wonder why women aren't orgasming from intercourse. And uh, I truly believe it's, it's, it's a couple of things. One, it, it's stored trauma in our cervix. And then secondly, it's um, that we're not also like practicing these things, right? Like this is I just another point I want to make here is that pleasure is a practice. Mm. We want to build our mm. muscles at the gym. We don't go one, for one day and then <laughs> back to right, have bulging biceps the next morning. It doesn't work like that. And so these parts of our yonis, like our, our cervix, our G-spot, these are a lot of times places where we hold trauma and where some healing needs to happen in order to have greater pleasure, in order to have the orgasm. Um, just yeah. like, again, yeah, you would go to the gym. It's the same thing with our pussies. So, um, well, and yeah. I, I want to bring up the field of obstetrics for a moment here because it just came into my awareness as, as you were talking. You know, there's there are so many things that we just sort of take for granted as that's the way that it needs to be. Mm. Um, and I think going to, to your OBGYN is one of those things. Um, there are definitely some OBGYNs and, and gynecologists who, who are very sensitive and attuned. And there are some others who are just like, I'm just going to shove the speculum yeah. in. I'm going to yeah. you know do the swab and we're done. Mm. And there's absolutely no acknowledgement of, the yeah. fact that you are entering a woman mm. and who may or may not have a history of trauma um, yeah. and and there's there's no connection and no acknowledgement of that sure. and so I really just I want to take this moment to empower any woman who's listening to this to remind you that just because um, the medical system is set up to disempower you and to make you think that you don't have agency and you don't have a choice and you don't get to have a say in how things go. You absolutely do. And um, at your next gynecological appointment, if you want the doctor to slow down, if you want them, if you want to insert the speculum yourself, um, if you want them to talk to you and let them know let you know what they're doing every step of the way, you get to ask for that. Um, And that can be really, really important, especially as we enter into this healing work. It's like you can do all this amazing healing work in the bedroom and then you go to your OB and it's like, you know, total dismantling of it all. And so just, just to, to really honor, you know, as all of the, all of the places where we, where we engage, um, and and I think the medical community has a long way to go when it comes mm-hmm. to to also honoring that work. There are some people yeah. who are doing it, but I just I just felt called to speak that right now. Yeah, I appreciate that a lot. I've definitely had some interesting. Uh, there's so I'm in Canada now, and there are walk-in clinics, and there yeah, I've encountered doctors that where I've had things going on in my pussy and just I could just see the discomfort and the dismissiveness and just um, lack of sensitivity so thankfully there's actually you know sexually sexual health specific clinics here and uh, therefore I don't have to encounter another situation like that but it it is it is something that it does run rampant through the medical community so I appreciate you bringing that to light here Yeah. yeah yeah um 
Well, Susie, I feel like we covered so much ground. Is there anything that you want to make sure our listeners hear before we sign off? I would just say that if you feel called to, to take the journey that, um, heed the call, Mm -hmm. heed the call. Um, yeah. And chances are, if you're listening to this show, you're hearing that call to take the journey. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come and be with us and, and share this. I really enjoyed this conversation and I'm sure our listeners did as well. I, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this as well. So thank you. Thanks for doing this, Tatiana. Thank you yes. for the work to the world. <laughs> we need to be talking about it more. Yeah, so it's one, sure. thing, one thing I'm good at is talking. <laughs> uh, so for our listeners, I love you so, so much. Thank you for continuing to tune in. Uh, your support makes this show possible and makes me know that I'm on the right track. So thank you. If you have not yet connected with us over at Superpower Experts, do so. Come and play with us. Come check out our programs. Um, There's a lot of fun stuff over there at superpowerexperts.com. So make sure you check it out. And until next time, go out and love yourself so that you can love the world more deeply. Many, many blessings. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.